you want to end this year on a good note, you want to start 2024 feeling in control, feeling at choice, feeling as though you have some influence, some sway in how your life is unfolding, then stick around because I'm going to tell you a very simple way that you can get going in that direction for $0 and very little time. My name is Marcel Hansen, and you're listening to Small Habits, Big Changes. Let's dive in. I think the majority of us want to feel as though we're in control of our life to some degree, some more than others. The pandemic has left a lot of people feeling overwhelmed, a little out of sorts, out of their rhythm. Maybe they've stayed at home and continue to work at home instead of getting out. This leads to, it can lead to isolation and less social interaction. And this can be really detrimental. This can be really detrimental. We are a social being. We are meant to socialize to some degree. Now, some people love it. They love staying in their home because it provides them with comfort, but growing and comfort are very seldom found together. I'm here to tell you there is a very simple way to take back control of your life, to feel as though you are making progress and to continue to put one foot in front of the other and gain traction and get to where you want to go. It's very simple. Tony Robbins talks about six human needs. And if you're familiar with them, then you can zone out for a second. But they are quite frankly and quite simply certainty, variety, love and connection, significance, and then the two more spiritually aligned needs are growth and contribution. Now, they're very simple and straightforward if you think of what they are. Certainty, everyone needs a certain amount of assurance to feel as though they are safe. It's part of our reptilian brain. It goes way back in the limbic system. It You just cannot live all the time in super overactive flight or fright mode. You just can't. We're not wired that way. Now, the kicker is everybody's a little different. So take a thought right now and think to yourself, like, how much certainty do I need? Because a lot of people, I think, get a bad rap. If you think of somebody who we stereotype people often and use labels like type A personality or OCD or anal retentive or high strung or tightly wound, all these things. A lot of these, I think that probably people over the years have thought of me, which I think can't actually be farther from the truth. However, what we associate with those labels are certain behaviors. And when actuality, if you take a look at what human needs if we're using the six that I just mentioned, people are trying to fulfill. I think it's a lot easier to put yourself in their position and to see that they are doing the best they can to fulfill a need, a real need, not a desire, but a need. So certainty can look like always taking the same route to work. It can look like wearing the same clothes every day. Yes, there's other reasons to, not the exact same, but the same black t-shirt. Steve Jobs is well known for that. He said it just eliminated one decision out of his day. Simple. It also does create certainty. 
in a very fast moving, innovative world that he lived in, I would imagine that whether he knew it or not, it created it. And that's the other thing. We don't always know that we're fulfilling a need unless we put a spotlight on it. Like finding that dust down on the baseboard. You have to shine a light on our activities and be like, why do I do that? What would be the reason? What's the benefit for me? How do I feel when I do that? Maybe it's taking the same route to work. Maybe it's ordering the same food. Maybe it is wearing the same clothes. Maybe it's putting your books a certain way on the bookshelf. There are so many different ways that we can express ourselves and fulfill those needs for certainty that may look differently on the outside. The same for variety. Everybody has a need for variety. Some people less so than others. Those people that you know that are very spontaneous, that do a lot of things off the cuff, the seat of their pants, more idioms and more labels that we put on people. Lots of times that's because they have a higher need for They like to travel. They like to try new things. They're always just closing their eyes and putting their finger on a new item on a menu because they're willing to try whatever because that's their spice of life. That's their variety. Maybe they like adventure and surprise. Maybe they'll base jump or jump out of an airplane or do backflips on off of ramps with their motocross. Like all different kinds of adrenaline brings variety. Okay. When we get into love and connection, it's the reason that we have an run population of cats and dogs and pets. There's nothing that provides more love and connection than a fantastic relationship. And oftentimes with our four-legged friends, could be a bird or an iguana, a turtle, a rabbit, but they provide a lot of love and connection. They're very soothing, energetically, they can be therapeutic. And so that is why a lot of people run towards relationships and or deep friendships or um, have, you know, loved ones nearby or uh, and whether that's two-legged or four-legged. And then significance is interesting. Everyone has a certain need to feel important, to feel significant. And again, some more than others, you see the overinflated, maybe egotistical or show off or very showy or somebody who's always flexing. They have a need to feel significant and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are out of integrity when doing it because they're renting a car versus actually owning that car or, and the truth is renting one is probably just as expensive. So it doesn't really matter. Maybe they're doing it in a sleazier sort of way. And so they get a bad rap. But the truth is people will need to fulfill those needs, all of them, the certainty, the variety, the love and connection and the significance, they all have to fulfill those needs. And depending on where they fall on their own personal hierarchy, they will do things that sometimes seem out of character. I'll give you an example here in a minute. I do want to say that the toughest of the two to fulfill are certainty and significance. When those are one and two of your hierarchy, sometimes you have, you struggle. Love and connection is easy to find. You can find it with yourself if you do the work. You certainly can find it in friendships and family. It's why people gravitate towards certain groups and find camaraderie. And whether you like fishing or bowling, you join a league, you have that connection 
Okay. Some people have it with their neighbor. And then again, pets, tons to go around, right? With certainty, we live in a very uncertain world. So plenty of variety. If you just walk out the door, you can get your fill of variety. But certainty is something that you have to work to create. And some people create that in destructive ways. There's a story that I heard years ago, and I always use it when I am sharing about the six human needs. And I will get to the two spiritual ones in a minute, but those four that I've mentioned, if you imagine a young, and I'll use a very stereotypical, but a young boy who might not, maybe he's 10, 11, 12, maybe 14, 15, he might not have a good connection with his parents at home. Maybe they're having issues. And so he feels a little out of sorts. Maybe he runs away. Maybe he gets, falls into friends with the wrong crowd, as people say, and he ends up joining a gang. He's a good kid at heart. He's had a couple rough months. Maybe his parents separated. If you can empathize with someone's perspective and see like he's struggling and he doesn't have an outlet, maybe he doesn't have siblings or he has a couple sisters he doesn't connect with, or maybe they're older and they've left the house and he's left at home with these broken this broken marriage, this family that's being torn apart. And he's really struggling to feel a a sense of significance or a sense of love and connection. Maybe he's struggling to feel a sense of certainty. For that matter, variety. He ends up joining a gang. The gang initiation is that you need to go out and cap somebody in order to be one of them, right? In order to get your jacket, in order to get your teardrop, in order to get in with the brotherhood to be trusted, to be one of them, you have to go. And this isn't uncommon at all. Actually, it's gang initiation is, it's more than like fraternity hazing. They put these young and they're young too, but the leaders or the big brothers within the group, within the gang need to test the younger to assure that he's going to fit in, that he, that they have something in common, right? That they see the world the same, that they can trust that in a situation when they call on someone, he'll step up to the plate. So this kid comes from middle America, middle class. He's not what you would expect to be like a thug and he knows right from wrong. But in this instance, he is lacking these needs love and connection, significance. He doesn't feel important. He doesn't feel like he has anybody to talk to. These guys will take him in, but all he has to do is commit this one act that goes against everything that he believes. It doesn't matter because if he can be convinced, which he sees these brothers have a love for one another and they do, they have each other's back. There is certainty in their behavior. They behave a certain way. They wear a certain color. They flash a certain color. They wear a certain jacket. They drive a certain type of car. It's certainty. Significance is that they will recognize him as being a valuable part of this group. And along with connection, he will have a new set of brothers. It may not seem like the love that a nurturing family could provide, but I don't begin for a second to question the bond that is made with the misfits that join a group 
regardless of what type of group it is. So he does the deed despite the fact that he knows it's wrong, despite the fact that he's taking the life of an innocent person, despite the fact that he's never so much as been in trouble or walked on the dark side. He does it because his needs drive him. And as humans, we are driven by those four needs. And he's in the gang. He's got his certainty. He certainly has variety because all kinds of stuff comes up. One day he could get caught and and they could all go to jail, go to juvie. They themselves can get shot. They could be, they could have rival gangs. All kinds of things happen variety wise. The love and connection is there. It may not feel like love at the beginning, but they are connected by their action, by their portrayal to the outside world. And the significance is there because he's done his deed and he is one of them. They hold a place for him. He has earned his place in that group. And people would be like, oh, he's, he's so far gone or he's a murderer, he's a killer, whatever you want to label it as. And the truth is he's fulfilling his needs. Now, where does it end? For some, it, it doesn't end at all. It's They're driven their whole life to fulfill their needs and, and hence they are unfulfilled. It's probably a lot of the reason why when prisoners are released from long-term penitentiary stays, they don't do well. They don't, one, they have a record and that, that doesn't bode well in most employment situations, but they could always start their own business, right? But they've lost so much. Yes, they have gained freedom, so to speak, but they've lost the connection of those who found them significant at whatever level. They've lost the certainty of whatever, two, three square meals a day, certain drills up at a certain time, out in the yard at a certain time, back at a certain time, training at a certain time. There's a lot of structure that provides a lot of necessity, a lot of met needs inside. And so I get it. It can be really hard on the outside. I get it as much as I possibly could. I've, I've never been to jail, so I don't know there. But I do know that if you start looking at people and their actions, and instead of labeling them as high-strung or loose cannon or flies by the seat of his pants or anal retentive, if you start to think, what is it in them that they're trying to fulfill, which of these needs of certainty variety, love and connection and significance, you'll start to, I think you'll start to be far more empathetic and really grateful too for where you're at. And really it's a very eye opening to see that people are doing the best they can with what they have and they must meet their needs. It's just, it's how we operate. Otherwise we wouldn't be here. If we had no way to fulfill any of our needs, we wouldn't be here. And when people leave and take their own life, that is often, if not always, the case. That they don't feel there is a way, not out of the situation they're in, but out of the darkness of not knowing of anything that's certain in their life. Not feeling a sense of variety because that sense of doom is always there. Not feeling any love and connection and certainly not any significance. I don't know a single person, I've known a few people people through other people, former classmates of mine who committed suicide. And I'm pretty certain if they felt significant, that wouldn't be the case. Now we're not talking about like suicide bombers because there is a significance in that. And that's why they do. They fulfill that need of significance by being the one that's willing to strap it to their chest 
and go into that building or, or go on that plane or what have you. But for most of our domestic deaths, no, there's no reason to take your life if you felt significant, if you felt love and connection. So for those people that think, oh, they came from a loving home, not loving enough, because if they felt their needs were being met, they wouldn't choose that alternative. Not to be a PSA for suicide prevention at all. If that's what you got to do, it's what you got to do. Yet those are the four main human needs. And if you look at people's actions, I think you can see generally what's going on. The other two, the last two are more spiritually based growth and contribution. A lot of my actions from day to day are driven by growth, my, my need for growth. Certainly I rank highly in contribution, giving to my community or my neighbors is important to me. And I think I get a sense of significance fulfilled there as well. If someone looks to me to help them out of a situation, whether it be by advice or literally helping them, there is a love and connection there in community as well. So that definitely one can be a vehicle to another. Certainly I create, I personally create certainty through my my growth process of biotracking and spending a fair amount of time researching what I eat and what goes into and on my body. It's important to me from a growth standpoint. It's also important to me that I know that's something I do have influence over, that I do have agency over, that I can choose how much I hydrate each day and I can choose what I eat, what goes into my body. And I can choose how much movement or how much exercise I partake in. And when I go to bed and my sleeping environment, I can control those things. And that gives me a great sense of certainty. It means when I walk outside of my house, I'm leaving my sanctuary and I go out into the world, I'm fine with whatever happens. The variety that happens out there, whether it's a forest fire, God forbid, or fairy schedule, off because of storms or the wind blowing. That tends to be what makes the ferries run off schedule, whether it's car accidents or issues out in the workplace or even with clients. I can handle all of that with relative ease because I have a great amount of certainty that I've created that I can, I come home to, that I come within to, right? I do have an amazing amount of love and connection that I get from my boys and also from my dearest friends. And like I said, the significance comes from being helpful and being of service and being a problem solver. And I think it's important to look at what drives us, what drives me as an individual, because I can see when they may get ones lacking and I need to maybe step it up. So if you use this as a framework and you ensure that those four, those main four are needs that are met, there's really no way to be anxious or feel overwhelmed in that. It's just a sense of gratefulness that we live in a free world and a free, our world, or free North America, free as we can be free free as they come free. We have opportunity to be free. I think a lot of us don't recognize that. And so we feel imprisoned by our own restrictions. 
by our own self-imposed limitations. For the new year, I invite you to take a look at any framework. You can look at the elements. You can look at the six human needs. You can look at the five love languages. You can look at the DISC assessment. You can look at something like Myers-Briggs or Enneagram or a number of different blueprints, protocols that have designed labels to put people into boxes. Take a look at those things if you know what any of yours are and try and extrapolate from there what needs are being met by what actions that are being taken by those actions, the outside world determines that you are X, Y, and Z, an introvert, an extrovert, a judger, a perceiver, an operator, the front end of the bus or the back end of the bus. There's a lot of labels. Didn't know this would be a podcast episode about labels, but it does come out to being labels. I think people want to label other people for a sense of certainty. And as have all just shared a a time of external great, let's say, we've all shared a time of great uncertainty externally. For some of us, we did better than others because internally and in our own homes, we maintained a nice structure that that gave us the freedom to feel at ease, not overwhelmed by what was being dictated outside of our homes. I think now more than ever, people look to put others in boxes to feel a sense of certainty. I urge you not to do that. I think it's really detrimental to us all because over the years, if you think of you've been described over the years, if there's one word that pops out to you that you've heard people describe you as, whether it's positive or negative, or whether you think it's positive or negative, ask yourself, what was the need that was driving the behaviors that, that supported people or that people judged or perceived as being such and such? I think often when we're judging others about where they land in a certain spectrum of looseness versus rigidity or loving versus you know, unloving or wherever that, whatever the continuum of you name the characteristic, I think we're often wrong. And it's a good time. It's always a good time, but it's a great time as we just celebrated winter solstice and Hanukkah and Christmas, probably some Kwanzaa celebrators out there. As we just celebrated a beautiful time of year, as the days are getting lighter and lighter and we're going into a new, soon the Lunar New Year, what I celebrate, the Chinese New Year, is going to be upon us here in another five weeks or so. As we go into this kind of changing of the tide, you'll feel the mass consciousness sort of lift and rise and want something more. They're trying to fulfill their needs. It's a great time to be introspective and to focus on yourself because the only business you're in is your own. So let people do what they're going to do. Focus on yourself for this coming year. Focus on bettering yourself, on self-growth, on taking care of yourself, not just by hydrating and moving and eating well and going to bed at a decent hour, 
And for those of you who don't know DSITs between nine and 10, but at looking at your emotional fitness as well, how much are your needs being met right now? Are they being met by the job you have, by the work you're doing, by the passions you have, by the side hustle, by the relationships, by the connections, the friendships, whatever you're doing, are your needs being met? Are your needs for certainty being met? Are your needs for variety being met? Your needs for love and connection, your needs for significance. And if you keep going, your needs for growth and contribution, are they being met? Because if they're not being met, this is a time for you to interject. You're the director. You get to step in and say, hey, okay, hold up. This isn't working for me. You're talking to yourself anyway, so it doesn't matter what you say. It isn't working for me. You can change all of these things and you can start immediately. You've learned so much if you've been following along over the several months of episodes here. You know that you can create healthy habits, that tracking is essential, that there are a hundred different things that you could do to get back into your body, into your cognitive state, align those, synchronize, be in congruency with your actions and your words and your thoughts. So many things that I've shared. If you're still struggling, I invite you to shoot me a text. I have a growing wellness community that is by text. Your texts come directly to me. No one else sees them. The number is 206-483-2960. It's also on the outro. Feel free to leave a comment down below if you're on YouTube. But if you have any questions, you are struggling. There, there's at least one person out there who finds you significant and that you just got an invitation to connect with and that you probably will experience some variety in our connection. And you can be certain of one thing. You can be certain of one thing. You send a text to me and I will reply. So there you go. Your needs can be met in this one tiny action. Text and see. So much greatness coming up into the next year. I hope you'll stick around, come back. And if this episode touched you in any way, please do share it with someone you love. Stay safe. Be gentle with yourself. Track those new habits. And we will see you in the new year. Be well. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel any part of this episode resonated with you, then please consider sharing it with a friend who may also find value in it. And remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And before you go, did you know we have a fantastic free text community? If you want more bite-sized health hacks and reminders delivered directly to your phone, absolutely free, then text keyword YES to 206 206- 483-2960. Again, that's keyword yes to 206-483-2960. And we'll see you on the inside.